Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Dude, how the hell are you? Welcome back to another episode of The Kind Mind Project. If I have not met you before, or if you have not popped me in your ear holes before, hello, my name is Emily. I am so damn thankful that you're here because today is a little bit different, okay? I'm switching gears a little bit, and I had gone back and forth on doing this episode, not doing this episode. I wasn't sure, but you know what? Something told me someone needs to hear this situation right here. You know by now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know by now that I am a huge advocate when it comes to mental health, seeking out therapy, seeking out counseling, seeking out psychiatric medication, if that's something that you need. I am a huge advocate when it comes to seeking out those services that you need. But the thing is, the thing that I've noticed when both working in mental health and also getting my own mental health services, we don't really talk about the termination process. And that's a fancy way of saying, you know, saying goodbye to my therapist, moving on to something new. Uh, Maybe that is because you are moving somewhere else. And in that case, that was an experience that I had. I had a really good rapport, really good relationship with a therapist that I'd been seeing for a while. And I moved. I went from, from Illinois to Ohio and... I left and it was a really not only difficult time in my life, but also a person in my life that was like, man, I, I normally go and heal in this space with this person and now I don't have access to that while I'm in the middle of a cr- pretty crazy rock bottom season, right? So that, that experience of saying goodbye to that type of relationship and moving on to something else. Now, this can also happen when we are moving on to a different kind of therapy. You know, there are all kinds of services and resources and therapists and certifications that you can seek out when it comes to what you need for you. But maybe we start to unpack things and we need a different kind of specialist or we need a different kind of relationship or someone with a different kind of training, right? Maybe we are switching from different levels in our therapy. Maybe we tackled something really big before and we had a really good relationship with that type of therapist and now we're moving on to that week-to-week therapy, you know? There are so many different reasons of why we would be in this situation, but before I get any further, I want us to really understand why it's hard. Why is that so hard? Because I don't know about you, but I have left two therapists in my life. 
I'm very open and honest about those types of relationships, being a therapist myself, but also seeking out therapy. Those are relationships that you don't experience with anyone else. That's a type of relationship that you're never going to experience again, right? And by that, I, I don't mean you can't ever find a good therapist again, because I have, and many people have. Yes, you can still connect with a therapist in that way, but the therapy relationship is not something that we encounter every day. It's not the same way you connect with your best friend or your significant other or a parent or whatever, right? It's a different kind of relationship. It's this unbiased party that really takes out the judgment and is there to sit with me in the mess and and help me figure it out right? Is is there to help me make sense of things without judging me for how I got there, right? And that's a type of relationship that I initially in my high school years really took advantage of or took for granted, I guess I should say. And this process of, of leaving them is also a grieving process. We're grieving the loss of that relationship or grieving the ending of that relationship. And sometimes it feels like a breakup. You and I have both experienced really crappy breakups in our lives, right? I I know that you have, and I know that I have. We've experienced really crappy breakups in our lives when it comes to, you know, romantic relationships and friendships and maybe career paths or whatever it is, some kind of breakup. But this kind of feels the same way. It's the ending of something that we always knew was there, could always count on, and, and an ending of a different kind of space, right? If you are someone that has been going to therapy for a while or has found great success in therapy, you know that it's just a different atmosphere, a completely different atmosphere. So we first of all need to recognize, yeah, it really makes sense for this part to be hard. It really makes sense that I am suddenly feeling like I'm being dumped, right? Even if I've been successful in what I've been working on and I'm seeing progress in the things that that we are focusing on together, it still feels like a breakup. And that's okay to acknowledge. That's okay to grieve over. But I've have a few things that I have used myself and I've, I've seen other people use when it comes to making that transition a little bit easier, right? A little bit easier. The first thing that I would tell someone in this situation is that you, I imagine, have done some really cool work with this person. Obviously, if this is a relationship that's difficult to lose, that means that the work you've done together has been pretty successful. You've seen some kind of progress or growth, and that's something that really needs to be acknowledged. But that's also something that really needs to be remembered. Yes, this relationship is ending, it's coming to a close, but that growth does not go away. That doesn't disappear. And the conversations and and skills and experiences that you have had together, that doesn't disappear. In fact, we can use that long after we're done with that therapist. So my biggest recommendation to someone in this particular situation 
is that you find a way to kind of commemorate those things. You find a way to remind yourself frequently, hey, that's what that therapist lady said, right? And, and we find a way to remind ourselves of those points of growth because that's when we see that growth going further. That's when we see our, our relationship with that therapist or the guidance and the, the support that they gave us going further than that last session that we have with them. So find a way, find a way to commemorate the things that you've learned together. Maybe even we need to write a letter to ourselves. Maybe if, if you are the nerd like me, maybe you need to write down all of these things that, that your therapist has reminded you of. I, I heard someone say the other day, and I thought it was hilarious, I th- heard someone say, you know, Instead of saying, what would Jesus do? I oftentimes say, what would my therapist do? Or what would my therapist say? And when I thought about it, I was like, you know what? The, the ways in which I grieved after leaving my therapist in Illinois and, and moving to Ohio in a really difficult season, man, if I had switched my mindset and be, been able to say to myself, you know what? What would my therapist say in this situation? What would she tell me right now? What would she want me to do right now? How would she challenge me right now? I think that would have changed everything. I think that would have really propelled me in a way that I, by myself, without that reminder, wasn't ready to yet. Right. So if I can urge you to do anything, it's truly to commemorate the experience in some way. Help yourself remember all of those things that you've learned and grown in. Maybe for you that's a journal or a letter or or some kind of note card that you carry with you everywhere if you're a reminder person like I am. But also continuously ask yourself and remind yourself the guidance that they gave me, the support that they gave me doesn't go anywhere. It's still here. So I can use that. Obviously, if you created a relationship with this person that you trust and that supported you, odds are you know what they would say. You know how they would challenge you. So use that. You can still commemorate that relationship in a beautiful way. Now, here's my little tip number two. This is something that I actually really regret not doing. I, to be honest, my friend, am not very good with goodbyes at all. Doesn't matter what kind of relationship, doesn't matter what it is, I'm not good with goodbyes. In fact, when I was being dropped off at college my freshman year of undergrad, I immediately, (laughs) after everything was put into my dorm room and everything was set up, I was like, okay, you guys got to go. Like, we got to make it quick. We got to rip the Band-Aid off. Because I am not, I'm not great with goodbyes. And something that I regret that I don't want you to regret when it comes to a relationship like this. I want you to ask your therapist to really spend that last session with you kind of processing what you've done together. Kind of give it its, its time and look back on it and, and really see what you two have done together. Because I imagine that's probably going to bring you some closure. When I left my second therapist, I did that. And to be honest, it was, it was difficult. It made me face the goodbye that was happening. But 
It also made me look at all of the things I didn't realize I had done. All of the ways that we, we challenged me and all of the ways that we pushed me to grow. I didn't realize the magnitude of that until I spent a session, a final session with my therapist and really looked at it all. We, we looked at it all and I was able to jot down some things I knew I wanted to remember years from now. So I can remind myself and say, you know what? Remember when that therapist told me this? I really need to pull that back in my brain right now. I really need to bring that back to the front of my, front of my noggin right now. So, if I could tell you anything about this beautiful relationship that, that you've made with someone coming to a close, that you trust with your, your hurt and your anger and your anxiety and, and those big sad moments, a, per, a person that you trust with all of that, when that relationship comes to a close, I strongly, strongly encourage you to commemorate it in some way. Your therapist doesn't even have to know about this. Doesn't even have to know, but a little way to honor that phase of your life and a session to process with them. Process the growth that you've seen and the experiences that you've had and the reminders that you want to keep for yourself. It's 1000% normal to grieve the loss of this relationship. It's totally normal. It's a space that you've honored, that you've challenged yourself in, and that you've been vulnerable in. And that's a difficult space to leave when you get used to it. So I could tell you anything. It would be those two things. And also, that if you ever need to come back to therapy, know that there is going to be a therapist that you make that connection with again. I've talked about in in previous episodes this challenge of finding a therapist that really fits with you. Finding a therapist that you trust and that you vibe with and that you connect with and you are able to be vulnerable with. You'll find that again if you need to come back to Therapy Town, okay? You'll find that again. Right now, honor this face and process through it with them. I love you, babe. I'll talk to you very soon. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go take your takeaways to your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you are moving. But until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.